Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Embodied Astrology. You're listening to your month ahead audio horoscope for Taurus season, April 19th through May 20th, 2021. My name is Renee. I am a somatic movement educator, an embodied intuitive, and an astrologer. And in this horoscope, I am working with the archetypal energy of Gemini. That's a lot more general than the specifics of your natal chart. So as you listen, just listen through your intuition, make the meaning that's meaningful for you, and take what works and leave the rest. I always recommend people listen for their sun and their rising sign. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. So, Taurus season. We are reaching the point in 2021 when it feels to me like mm, people are ready to start to make some decisions. And it's such a chaotic time on earth and there's so much that is so unknown. And I think that a lot of people have been pretty confused and in a holding pattern or um, really experiencing some anxiety and fear, like inability to make some decisions. Um, that doesn't end after this season. Things don't necessarily clarify completely in the world or anything like that. But there are some shifts that I think folks are ready to make. So the first part of this season, the last week or 10 days of, um, of, of April and then moving into the first couple of days of May, the decision making feels like a necessity. It doesn't necessarily feel super easy. Um, during this time for you, what I'm getting is that you have a lot of intuition about what you want and need and the direction that you are going. This feels like an incredibly rich time for you where you really want to listen. You want to listen to what is inspiring to you. You want to pay attention and make space for your intuition to talk to you. Um, it feels like you are living into some new vision for yourself and you might be surprised by what you find yourself living into. It might not be the vision you had expected for yourself six months or six years ago, but here you are. And my sense is that there is courage and willingness and strength that you have to move forward on your path. And also that it might feel kind of strange, <laughs> that there might be things that you are intuiting or wanting or moving towards or moving in that feel odd to you. And you may or may not know why, and you may or may not have the whole picture for yourself. So the, the sense that I'm getting in my body right now is kind of like um, feelings that I've had when I'm trying to learn a new dance or something like that, where, you know, I'm not a person who's very good at at following choreography, so you should know that about me. Like when I um, try to dance, first of all, I have a great time because I love dancing and I love music and uh, I just think it's really fun. But then I also feel really challenged to figure out how to get the steps right and remember the count. 
And a lot of times I feel strange because I'm a person who really likes to dance to my own rhythm and I'm great at improvising, not so good at uh, following movements. And so sometimes I can feel a little foreign in my own body, but I'm still excited and I want to be there and like I'm invested in learning the dance or something like that. That's kind of the feeling that I get when I look at your chart. It feels like you know something about your life and what you enjoy and what you want to attend to and what you want to move towards. Um, and that's clear. And you are going through the motions. You are working to follow your own knowing. But there's also awkwardness. There's strangeness. And you're like, am I doing it right? I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> are people looking at me weird? Like, I got to just keep trying or something like this. So you have to have a sense of humor. And it also feels really important right now that you are regularly checking in with yourself and that you're not relying on an external validation. So when I'm trying to learn a dance, if I'm really like watching myself in a mirror, as there are in many dance studios, if I'm trying to learn the choreography and I'm staring at myself in the mirror, I will get myself all tripped up. If I pull my gaze, you know, into my own surroundings and I'm like listening to the music and really feeling my own body, I have a much better chance at doing the dance that I want to do. And so that's the feeling right now is this is not really a time for you to be looking out and around and asking your friends and asking the people out there like, hey, what do you think? Um, it is a time for you to be tuning in with your own sense of intuition. Now that said, I do want to say <laughs> that it is good for you to get some reflection. And if you are really trying to learn a new dance um, in whatever that metaphor is for you, or if you're really trying to push into some new way of being, it's good for you to be held with wisdom. And you can be held with wisdom by poetry, by a spiritual teacher, um, by a friend. But right now, it's good for you to check in with what I would say is like higher truths or deeper truths. It's good for you to tune in with any kind of vibration that reminds you of your own truth. If there's a poet that you love and every time you read their poetry, you just feel like so centered and delighted and inspired, make sure that you give yourself plenty of time in Taurus season to be with that poetry. If there is a practice that you have of some kind, spiritual practice, a self-care practice, something that helps you tune in with your intention and the, um, the way that forward momentum takes discipline, you know, but showing up for this practice kind of gets you motivated and helps you uh, maintain your equilibrium and uh, keep following your own path. Really give yourself time for that. If there are teachers or wise people in your life whose guidance you really trust, this would be a time to connect with them. But also, I really want to emphasize that this is not a time to listen to anybody else's uh, guidance over your own. It's not bad to get reflection. 
it's not bad to have disagreement. It's not bad to question yourself. But don't come out of yourself. Stay in yourself. Give yourself plenty of time to tune in with your own truth, with your own wisdom, with your own guidance. As we get into May, things feel like they're moving in some new ways. I'm getting a sense of you mm, deepening in your own self-knowing and being really fearless. For a couple years now, maybe for longer than that, maybe the entire time I've done embodied astrology, which is almost seven years now, I've talked about an area of your life that has to do with secrets. I've talked about your privacy and the way that you may or may not, um, or I should say that you may not be able to share or be willing to share certain components of your inner experience. What I'm feeling now is that there's a maturation that's happening for you and a recognition of the, the elements of your life and inner experience that are just for you, that don't need to be shared, and that you're also getting a sense of the way that you might hold back or obscure or avoid or evade, and it's harmful for you. And it's harmful for your relationships. And it is something that you are working on um, to be more transparent, to open up, to let people in a little bit. For a lot of Geminis or Gemini-identified people, people with strong Gemini energy, this can be challenging because it requires a, a kind of quietness, um, it requires trust of other people and space and time and integrity. Integrity on your part, integrity on the part of anybody who you're sharing with. It feels to me like you're learning something about trust and you're learning something about integrity and you're learning something about your internal environment and the external relationships that will allow you to reveal who you are in new and different ways. This feels important and essential. Throughout the month of May, um, you have a lot of opportunities to engage new levels of intimacy, intimacy with yourself and intimacy with others. Intimacy and trust and vulnerability kind of all go together. Uh, there's a sense here that I'm getting of, again, just you really kind of being in yourself, trusting yourself, knowing your own spirit, and letting that kind of pervade around you, into the space around you, into the relationships or the ways that you're relating with others. And it feels like there's less 
need to distract. There's less need to avoid. There's maybe more interest in opening space, in dropping in, in going deep, and in just allowing something to be seen, something to be held, something to be revealed. That would be energy to move towards and support. This coincides with um, a lot of energy coming into Gemini. So beginning in early May, both Mercury and Venus will move into your sign. Mercury is the planetary ruler of Gemini. Uh, when Mercury is there, all your Gemini superpowers get supercharged. You're extra smart. You're extra funny. Uh, you might be extra anxious, extra distracted. When Venus moves into your sign, we really get the soul level teaching of Gemini, which is that curiosity and love can go hand in hand. And when we connect with one another, with our differences, then we really get into the richness and the potentiality of our relationships. When we can engage with conflict, with disagreement, with different points of view from a space of love and curiosity, then we get genius, we get brilliance. Now, as a Gemini being, you are set up for this naturally the way that your mind can hold complexity and different points of view allows you to be someone naturally who can embody this kind of love. Now, when we combine this with what I'm talking about earlier, this sense of kind of deepening intuition, your ability to know where you want to hold for yourself, but also to soften and to open up and to allow more transparency, uh, more intimacy. Whew. Amazing feeling of connection is possible here. And it feels like you are supported for a lot of growth right now. When Mercury enters your sign on May 3rd, it starts to move into connection with the transiting North Node in Gemini. And on May 15th, it begins its shadow period for the upcoming retrograde in your sign. I'll talk about that next month in the Gemini season horoscopes. All of this combines to bring a huge amount of evolutionary energy into you as a person, into you as a Gemini-identified person. You might have a lot of energy a lot of ideas. You might be really aware of ways that you are changing significantly. Aspects of your identity, aspects of your appearance, aspects of all kinds of different ways that you have built yourself up to be the person who you are. All of that is up for negotiation right now. What do you want to hold on to? What do you want to let go of? This is time for you to be doing just that. As we get into the later part of Taurus season, notice what you're noticing about how you are changing and growing and evolving and move in the direction that is the most love. <laughs> Especially with Venus moving through your sign, you want to move into the direction that is the most full of love, the most full of love for you and the most love in the world around you, and the most love in all of your relationships. And I guarantee you, 
that the most love is going to be there when one, you are mm, in your own self, when you're taking time to really honor and listen to your intuition, and also when you're opening and sharing yourself in ways that feel reasonable and respectful to who yourself is. The more you can let other people into your life, the more love there is, provided that you're letting them into your life um, through the doorways and through the openings that you're creating out of love, right? You have to love yourself. You have to love your own process. You have to be so present with yourself and so presently in love with yourself that you can really listen to your intuition, that you can know what you know and trust what you trust. You have to love yourself uh, enough that you can really listen to your intuition about other people so that you can feel them and feel their energy. And if they are showing up with love, then maybe there is a different way that you want to show up with them than you have in the past. And I keep just getting this feeling of like, it's a somatic kind of softening. It's a bodily softening. Gemini is such a mental energy and it really depends on you and your chart. You might have one Gemini placement. The rest of your chart is like all in cancer or something and you're super emotional. Um, but a lot of Gemini, Geminis and Gemini identified people can be really in their heads. And so even if there is a kind of outwardly social opening and like, oh yeah, we've got some things to chat about and I'm going to make you laugh and you know I'm going to notice different things about you or something like that. There's a really different quality than when you are just present, receptive, right? And not necessarily in your head about the relationship. And this is the feeling that I'm getting for you. The feeling that I'm getting is like, it's almost like you might have less words, you know, surprising for you. It, it's almost like you might have less conversation that you want to have and more transmission, more like just embodied presence and attunement. And when you get that, then your conversation can go to really deep levels, you know, like then your conversation can, can get you into a place where you're like, wow, my gosh, this conversation is amazing, right? We want to move you there. Um, what else do I want to say? With all this movement coming into your sign early and mid-May, we are moving towards Gemini Mercury retrograde in June. So just be aware that from May 15th uh, onward, you'll be in the retrograde shadow until Mercury stations retrograde on May 30th. I'll talk to you more about that next month. In the shadow, we are getting a little bit of information and uh, inspiration or activation that's going to continue throughout the retrograde phase. If you're making important decisions about yourself, if you are wanting to change your appearance, if there are things that are happening that require you to shift something about yourself, if you're thinking about new ways that you want to be in your body, new ways you want to be in relationships, this is a time to just be flexible, open-minded, and experimental. As always, with a Mercury retrograde phase, communication is an area of focus. 
as a Gemini-oriented being, I would just underline what I've said before a couple of times now. Make space to listen to your intuition. Check in regularly with the kinds of guidance and wisdom that you really resonate with, that you know bring you to yourself when you connect with them. And just experiment with embodied presence as a baseline for any kind of connection, conversation, or communication. Just make it an experiment to be in your body before you are in the words. I'm noticing as I'm recording your horoscope that it's like, this is what I'm doing too. Like every time I want to say something, I'm like, how does that feel before I say it? And this is kind of the essence, you know, are you saying something because it really lands for you? Are you saying something because this is what your body wants to say? Or are you saying something because it's witty, because it's entertaining, because it fills the space? Move to the former. Give yourself some time with this kind of idea of embodied presence. It will only help your conversation. For a while, if you're not practiced with it, if it feels strange, uh, it might feel odd, right? And now we go back to this weird choreography you're trying to learn where it's like, how do you really come into your body? How do you really stay in your intuition, in your deep somatic knowing as you communicate, as you share information, as you connect and relate with others? There is a little bit of a preview of astrological energy beginning on May 13th, lasting until July 29th. This is the movement of Jupiter into Pisces. It's going to make a really um, kind of brief ingress into Pisces over those two and a half months uh, before it retrogrades back into Aquarius. But next year in 2022, Jupiter will move into Pisces and it will make several important aspects at that time, including with you, with your placements. Pisces and Gemini have an important relationship to one another. And Pisces for the Gemini solar chart holds the heaven of the chart. This is a directionality. This is the place where the sun gets to its highest point in a day. It's the light that draws you up and out into the world. We can think about this place in your chart as what you are growing into. If you're a plant, what kind of plant are you, right? What is your full um, uh, manifestation? <laughs> your full fruiting. When Jupiter moves into Pisces, it is moving into the sign of its rulership. Jupiter is very comfortable in Pisces, and there is a lot of opportunity and abundance and growth that it brings with it. This is an incredible moment for you with who you are becoming and who you want to be in the world. Some of you are experiencing new ideas, opportunities, expansion in your career. If you're not there now and you're in a space of confusion around it, pay attention to what happens for you mid-May through the end of July. There may be important shifts that happen around that time. Um, if things aren't um, what they need to be in order for you to be moving into the direction that you really want to be, during that time, there may be some um, 
signs that you get that something needs to change. There may be events that happen that bring things into full focus, that magnify them, that help you learn and identify your opportunities for growth and for expansion. There's not a ton that I would say you necessarily need to do around this time, but it is uh, a good idea, I think, to really be in this practice of tuning in with your intuition, of taking time and slowing down and sensing how it is that you want to grow and what it is that you want to build what you want to move towards in your work, in your career, in the way that you are in the world, in the person that you are in the world. (sighs) Gemini, (laughs) you got a lot going on right now. I feel like you are in um, a cocoon of some kind. You're like in that gooey phase before the caterpillar becomes the butterfly. That's the feeling that I have for you. And in Taurus season, um, you're in the you're in that magical part where everything is goo, and like also your wings are starting to form or something like that. So be in the goo, wrap yourself up in a cocoon. Literally, maybe just go to bed, wrap yourself up in all of your blankets, and then tune in right into your deepest essence. Tune in and listen. What kind of butterfly are you? <laughs> I hope any or all of that is helpful for you this Taurus season. If you want more astrology, tune in with my 2021 year ahead reports. I offer those reports for every sign. They're an hour and a half long each. They go over the major themes, influences, opportunities, and challenges of this year and suggestions for working with them. You can find the reports at embodiedastrology.com. You can also find information on my extended content subscription while you're there. You can subscribe by donation at any amount, monthly, quarterly, or annually, and it will get you access to my extended content, my month ahead calendars, and my twice monthly meetups on Zoom, where we learn astrology through embodiment and through workshopping with your charts. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates and content. If you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and of course, your tips are always so appreciated. I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. Much love and bye for now.